Yo, what's up? This is Pinky from Team Pinky Muay Thai. 20 years in the game, ex-fighter and current Muay Thai trainer. Hey guys, my name's Matt. I'm from Full Tilt Fight and Fitness. I've been in the game for 12 years fighting and 8 years coaching and you are listening to the Ring Lovers Podcast. What we talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? Recording in progress. Happy New Year! G'day guys, how's it going? Happy New Year and welcome to another episode of Ring Lovers Podcast. Shout out to you, Greg. You better not be getting out of bed too late. You better be up early listening to this because again, mate, it's New Year's Day. I'm having to pull my ass off off the couch. It's early. After 17 beers. After 17 beers (laughs) and 30 lines of fucking whatever I could find. I'm finishing of, off with of a washing fat powder. of washing powder because I'm from Salisbury and I can't afford the real shit. <laughs> and a line of AGHD to get me going in the morning. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, um, here we are again. So uh, thank you for listening to us. I hope you have a fantastic New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's last night. I hope you, uh, if you did go out on the on the beers, I hope you're hurting this morning. I hope you should be feeling sorry for yourself. I hope you need to drink a lot of water. I hope that headache's hurting. Because you're back in the train tomorrow. Because I don't drink and eat shit if you do. I actually never really got hangovers towards the end either. For many, many, <laughs> many, you were many. An alcoholic. Yeah, but like it was this weird thing because Here are the dog. Like, Here are the dog. My, my my like if you were to actually look at the amount that I drank back then, I wasn't like okay, my own self admission, I was an alcoholic because I felt I needed the yep. shit. So to yep. me, I was like, I'm an alcoholic. But man, it'd be like. Eight drinks in a night. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I know dudes who drink six. Like my my old man. Okay, my old man wasn't alcoholic, but you know, like I knew random dudes who would do. You know, like who would drink six in a night on a fucking Wednesday night, and yeah. that would be seems fun. Me and Beck used to have the have the a conversation all the time on when we were living in Perth. I'm like, how many people do you think drink every night? She's like, no one. And I'm like, I think you would. Be I think lots. Really surprised yeah. whether it's one. Whether it's two, whether it's a, a fucking... A lot of people, uh, you know, they go on the way home from work, they drive through the bottle just to grab one. Yeah, yeah, even yeah, just, even one, just one drink you know, of that. Yeah, it's yeah. no different than that. You have to have your coffee in the morning. Yeah, that's it's right. Not, yeah, it's yeah. no different. It's not a healthy relationship with... No, no. ...with a, so with like a my, substance. So, yeah. So, back in the day, like... So, I used to think, like, oh, I didn't get hangovers and I drank every night. But then again, in the scheme of things, was I drinking a lot? You know, like, I wasn't drinking... You know, Collectively, like, I, wasn't, I wasn't going through but, like a bottle of yeah, night, no, you know, no, like yeah. if, you, if you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like I never worried that when I if I quit alcohol cold turkey, I was going to fucking die from yeah. withdrawals. Yeah, you know, like I didn't get the shakes when I stopped drinking. I, I yeah. got annoyed that I couldn't, that I wasn't going to drink, that I wasn't drinking. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I never got the fucking any of the physical things. Yeah. to do with being an alcoholic, so to speak. So yeah. I I would also like when I t- it's like one of those weird things I was talking to a bloke today about how. I used to think that I had depression. I was just a fucking... Really, I was just a fucking sad kind of bad shit. You know, like, my life really wasn't yeah, that bad. That's all know, anyone like, with depression yeah, yeah, is. that's right, yeah, yeah. It's... And it's like the same as, like, yeah, with, with this drinking thing. Was I really an alcoholic? Nah, I just fucking... I was just... You had an unhealthy relationship. I, I which, nah, which then, that, to me, it is... That is... Yeah, that's that's right, like, and that was the yeah. same thing of why I say, yeah, yeah. I was an alcoholic. So, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, it's a good, good way of looking at it, because it's... 
an unhealthy relationship with, whether it be food, whether anything. it be anything, anything. Yeah, whether yeah. it be jerk like, it off. Bro, one of the worst. Man, I was uh, listening to a good podcast the other day. It's an older one. Um, Diary of CEO with Chris Williamson, yeah. I think his name is. Really good. Talk, talked about um, statistics between men and women dating, and then they, they have a big section on it. Talks about masturbation and porn and so It's just really interesting, the, the stats and, and, and how many... It's like uh, there, there's a big, big... Um, contingent of men right now who aren't even like seeking out relationships with women not even not even not even relationship no. but not even sex with them no, like, no, not no, even yeah. sex so it's like this weird like we got this weird society right now where where there's a whole heap of sexless men and they're not bothered by it and it's, and it's lowering testosterone it's yeah. like the, the yeah, whole, it's, the whole it's mas- a really interesting podcast the whole and, thing is a discovering yourself thing as a, yeah, as a yeah. teenager or whatever yeah. you know, as, in those years you know yeah. it's not a it's not dirty but it's if you're still doing it as an adult it's actually not healthy but yeah but like they also but in this thing they also speak that it's not unhealthy it's the way that you it's what think, you, it's, it, what, it's yeah. how you think it. so yeah. if you're doing it and then you're like, oh, that's dirty. It's fucking dirty. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know what yeah, I mean? Or, or like, even like the whole, I get it, man. Do you dude, need dude. to be, if you need to be watching, porn's unhealthy in any situation. I think so. Yeah, Very I think so. It's unrealistic. I had a big conversation with, with Beck about it and how like I don't, I don't watch much, if any, anymore. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm like, I've got other shit that can yeah, yeah, get yeah, my sure. head going. And right? the thing is, it's like, if you're doing it using your imagination on the occasion, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, man, fuck. Can you, my man? Sorry to fucking bring in the the start, open up the podcast talking about fucking porn and wanking. But man, like back in the day, it was like a bras and things fucking voucher. Yeah, you know, a bras and things fucking the, the, catalog. The, the, the bloody underwear the, section, the oh, Kmart catalog. Oh, oh, oh my god, man! Look at it, you can see. Oh my god, you can see. You can almost see through these ones. If I yeah. hold it up to the light, you can see through. And there wasn't. It was just oh, a chick on the, the other side. You know, that's the kids section on the back. It's a, it's, it's, it's a toy. I mean, a toy. A toy. Yeah, yeah, toy, toy, toy. It was a GI Joe. It was a GI Joe. What a nipple! He man with his bulge in his jocks. But you know, like. That used to fucking be enough to fucking get us by and shit. Like, I cannot imagine how, like, what the, like, you know, with, with everybody, every, every parent gives their phone to their kid, every, and, like, porn is so accessible now. Yep. You know, like, you open up Twitter, fucking, I was thinking about Instagram the other day. Instagram now oh, is, like... Putrid. It, well, well, I don't think it's putrid. I don't mind it. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, like, Instagram now is our old school. What, what we fucking, that was our porn. That was our porn. <coughs> the shit that you see on Instagram every day is like porn. So like, you know what, what, what the hell scared. is gonna get? You know what the hell is gonna arouse my kid when, when, when it comes time that he's got a performance? They reckon the amount of twenty-year-olds on fucking Viagra nowadays is through the roof. And whether it's because they think sex is better or not with it, so it's no different to a dependency on fucking weed or fucking and anything it does, else. It, it does nothing. It all it does is make you hard. It doesn't actually. There's no arousal from yeah, there's right. no nothing. Wouldn't have never taken it. No nothing. None. I got nothing. Never done it. Never done. Never done the old fucking the old fucking. I'd probably have a heart attack if I. I don't know, I could have. Yeah, so I'd probably have a heart attack. Yeah. Sleep one in your drink just because I'm fucking sick of then. I'll poke you in the eye when I get a heart attack. <laughs> hey, you stop it. So half um, through the half through the potty's like. Yeah, that's explosion at the moment. Yeah, what's what the throat go? I mean, hey. Anyway, so. 
Um, how was New Year in New Year's? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nowhere near New Year's yeah, as we record these. But, um, Today's um, actually what like are 21st. You doing? Are you going away? I, yeah, I go away Saturday and I yeah. come back on the 30th. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so I'll be back for New Year's Eve yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but cool. I think the missus is going to like, the Thai temple to like, do chanting overnight, like, the Buddhist chanting thing overnight. So I'm probably going to do all the odd bods that don't have dates. We can always go down the, like, to the beach or something. Oh, and fuck yeah. Maybe just brighten them. Early fireworks, kids can watch the early fireworks or something. Oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We'll just chill down there, have a swim. Yeah, Depends right. on the weather, I guess, but yeah. it's not quite close. Actually, maybe it is close enough now to get the weather for New Year's. Um, but yeah, so nothing exciting. Mate, who knows? The missus might not end up going to the temple and yeah, we can, right, yeah. we'll probably do it as a family anyway. So. Yeah, cool. But once again, all the odd bods are welcome, welcome with us. It's yeah. looking pretty shit so far. It's meant to be like 22 degrees all the weather two days out. So, so. Um, Good driving weather coming back from my massive drive on the 30th. Yeah, boy. Coming back from over near Streaky Bay. Streaky Bay. I don't even know where that is. Um, over on Air Peninsula, so towards towards WA. Chill. Uh, yeah, so that's our our next week plan. So we'll be coming back from there just before New Year. So we've got back just before yeah, this. Cool. And cool this comes cool. out. And, but yeah, so how does you use back into training tomorrow as such? So the second... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, Tuesday we, the second. We, we wouldn't have stopped. We haven't stopped the whole way through. So yeah. we, we, yeah, my man. I've always seen this thing as like, um, like because I'm still doing it, a heap of PTs and shit like that. And it's like my main form of form of income. I don't shut because everyone else has got time off now. Yeah. Um. So they come in and tell me how they're enjoying the holidays while I'm working. Yeah. I always find that funny. It, like as much as this job is is like it's our job and yeah. it's work and stuff. And how it's not really work. Yeah. I always find it funny when people come in and they're like, oh man, I'm so glad I don't have to work on a Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, like, as you're. And like, yeah, I'm not complaining about my job at fucking no. all. But it is funny when they're like, yeah. oh yeah, fucking. Man, I hate working on public holidays while they're at the gym yeah. in the place where I'm working yeah. on a public holiday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we, um, we, we haven't stopped. So yeah, we, we're, we're staying open. Going. My, my yeah. fight team, there's no. There's no fight training. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no fight training for next week. It's just like there's only six forty-five classes, six yeah. forty-five PM classes. Fighters you'd hope would be rocking up anyway, just yeah. to train, just to man, it's just to stay active, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're like officially back on tomorrow as such, which is the second, which yeah. will be hell day. It's the the start. Yeah, of that's right. You're the, the start, start of your hell week. Yeah. Hell day. Yep. Hell day, which then leads into hell week. Yeah. So I've got some pretty disgusting stuff planned for them. Fuck yeah. We've got our um, our Christmas sort of do the end of this week. So we've got it on Friday. So this podcast comes out on the Monday. On the 5th of January, we've got our presentations and all that sort of stuff yep. for the year just gone. Because um, it's like everything. One, we didn't get our shit organised quick enough. And then by the time we had ours, everyone else had their... You know, like we had other things that we yeah. did. Like Cub had a couple of fucking Christmas yeah. shit that we needed to go to so we can get it done. And so... What's the, what time are you doing it? Um, we're doing it in the Arvo, so it's five. I made a, uh, I made a um, uh, post for it today. Okay. Um, uh, I made a uh, event for it today on the old Facebooks. But yeah, it starts at five. Presentations were at six. I think we're still flat, like just toying around the with the idea of like... I think we're gonna just put some feature sparring matches on, just yeah. fucking like, yep. like uh, get 
yeah, just see just see who who wants to do some fucking smart. Yeah. We actually thought it's funny how our last episode was all about ranting about fucking uh, tag team matchups, yeah. and now I'm considering doing one. <laughs> but what I'm going to do but is I've got it's also inspiring days. Probably I've got, choose to do that. Then. Well, yeah, I've got two I've got two dads who are boxers and two young girls who are tie boxers. So we actually like we're thinking about doing a bit of a daddy daughter sparring thing with them. Yeah. So the two dads can box each other and two young girls can can yeah. tag each other in and do something like that. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that that might be a bit fun. But um yeah, so we've got that this week. But um apart from that, yeah, training's as normal. We are what we'd be a month out from fucking SA Multi League. Yeah, you guys are you guys are probably like you said, you got hell week, so Yeah, I'm not gonna have a heap of guys on SA Muay Thai League, I don't think. Not at this stage. I know Two, two of them have asked. I've already nominated, and they've asked to be unnominated. One just wants some time. Pussy. No, it's okay. um, nah, but you know it's no, no, okay it's if you can't put in hundred yeah, no, percent. then we've, we've got a couple. Good of luck to you. Well. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is he's got a mad promotion at work, which is something he's really like absolutely stoked about. That's why I said he goes, man, it's really hard. I won't be able to fight in February because I'll be on call for this new. I've got this new promotion. I'm like, are you happy? He's like, yeah, okay. Then don't be sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're improving yourself as a human, man. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. And so, sad for us as a fight team that he won't be in, but he's still going to be training. He's just not going to be able to commit 100% just in case, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, then I think he's got to do three months like that where it's on call and then he goes to having set shifts. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, it is what it is, man. He's, he's stoked to have that, so... Um, that's two of the guys that I've, that I've already nominated. So I think I've only got two now that are nominated already. There's a yeah, few. Right. I've just got. To, I've just got to see them over the next week and a bit that they're you know they're staying active and yeah, then you yeah. know get through Hell Week. Yeah. End of Hell Week is where I'll do my my mass nominations, which is yeah, only going to yeah. be four weeks out from the show. Uh, then they get a week of being soft, and then they get their final three weeks. Yeah. In the fight prep. Yeah, I nominated seven. Yep. I've already nominated my seven. Yep. And yeah, and I think uh yeah, I can't remember where we spoke it on where we spoke about my training. Yeah, we got the seven weeks leading into it. So hopefully these dudes will fucking they would have just had a fighter training just gone on the Saturday, just gone, and now we yep. got okay, yeah, just keep rolling into it and they'll start doing their shit like their bike sprints now, their aerodyne bike sprints that'll, yep. that'll make them do three times a week and yep. shit like that. They would have already they should already fit. So it's like we're out a month out, you should already be fit. That's yep. the way I look at the the three weeks leading into it, or the yeah. time off over Christmas, or whatever. It's like, because that's the other thing. I mean, like, you got time off from work. Yeah. You know, like we don't. Yes. And I've got the gym open. Yeah. Come and use the fucking gym. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we, we are open most of the time, unless, like, obviously now I'm here now doing this podcast and chill out, which would usually be done at the gym as yeah. well. So, yeah. Yeah, but fucking bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, let's get on to some questions. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do um, it because we've been saving these for three minutes since the last time we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no smokes and no fucking behind the curtain. We're all behind the curtain here, right? Like you see everything. See exactly how the sausage is made. Oh, sausage. Oh, all over my chin. Um, there was a video put up yesterday and it was sent to us like um, the WBC a sort of. The way that it's discussed is like they're partnering up with one championship as being like the next level, which I think the only pos- the only positive that can come out of that for me would be that one championship will be lenient to fighters 
maybe fighting on WBC shows then. As they, you know, like Barbara won the world title and then yep. wasn't able to defend her or anything because she got a one contract. Yeah. Does that mean now that she'd be able to go, go back to fighting WBC shows as well as long as it's all cleared by... That's, by one, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of maybe the positive in it that there's going to be less... Because, you know, right now, you want to fight another show, you've got to contact them and then you've got to wait for them to reply and, and they go, no. Or they go, yes, whatever. Whereas maybe it's going to be like, okay, I'll be fighting on this show or the promoter then contacts one and goes, oh, so I've got them on my WBC show. Okay, yeah, that's right, yeah. So maybe that's... Which I think... Hopefully it takes that process out of the fighter's hands. Yeah. You know, yes. like, and then just goes to the promotion and go like, okay... It should be the manager doing it anyway, yeah, though, right? right. You, you know what I mean? At yeah. least the manager. But then yeah. I, I suppose... Because people are talking about how little people are getting to fight all the one championship contracted fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is a way around it where they're actually going to be able to stay active. And maybe that's why one are doing it. Because they're getting these guys fighting who aren't fighting very regularly so they're not getting the best version of them yeah yeah so yeah, are they yeah. able to jump in more often now with this WBC we'll see I don't quite get what the conversation was about um, actually I'm, you know what I'm going to message Kevin Noon now and maybe he'll reply before the end of this is before this is all done um, so yeah, we'll get on to the next discussion topic while I'm writing that message um, I've got serious PTSD from breaking my nose a few times during, years ago in MMA. How do I get over this? Uh, I have a legit problem. The problem is probably that you did MMA. No, just um, <laughs> I think it comes down to what are you learning to counteract that? Like how, how are you going about avoiding getting hit? Because if... I've said it's one of my guys yesterday. If you're worried about getting hit on your nose, you're going to get hit on your nose. I'm, yeah, yeah. People skiing don't think about the trees. No. They think about the path. Yes. My, my nose has been broken 15 times. Yeah? 15 times. And I'll tell you what stopped my nose getting broken. Keep my chin down taking punches on my forehead. Yeah. Like, and then all, yeah. I, have to, all I have to do is guard down here then. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about the top of my head. Even with elbows and stuff, I know I can defend that stuff, yep. you know? But to protect my nose, it's like a windscreen wiper with my right hand yep. across my face. I find that way easier than than worrying about getting hit on my nose. Yeah. Because when I used to be scared of getting hit on my nose, my nose would get broken again. Mm. Yeah. I've had one nose break. One. Yeah. How bad? Not that bad. Last punch of my second, la of, of not the last boxing fight, the one before. The last punch he threw. Tipped my nose right at the end. Heard it. <laughs> Fucking dog. Yeah. That's my nose breaking story. Yeah. Um, so, what, what would you suggest? What oh, you... Uh, so, yeah, but same deal. Take your chin. You got, I mean, like, I'm a head movement dude. You got to move your head out the way. Or your long guard's fucking good. You keep your long guard out the way. You it's all to do with your fucking keeping your chin. But, same deal. If you're worried about getting your nose hit, then you've got to work on your defenses. It's like the same as when, you're like, oh, man, my fucking. I worry about getting I worry about getting hacked on the leg, and you just got like you weren't learn the best defense for it. So it's like step out of range, move your head, step like guard higher. Don't you know that that's my sort of thing. You might be prone to saying you might be prone to eating a jab, so it might be you know like you might have to watch, find out find out what's wrong, find out why you're getting hit in the nose so much. Or if it's just the one thing, you know, like it could have been like like what you said. He's got his nose broken once and now he's just scared of it getting broken. 
It's yeah. a fucking mental barrier that you got to break more than anything. It's not the same as we had a question a little while ago about about getting hit hard and being worried about getting getting hit Yeah, the hit fear of getting hit is where you do get hit. But that's pretty. It's pretty much the same thing. All it is is it's a fear of getting cracked in that spot, and, and I mean, it's called trauma, buddy. You just got to like work past that trauma. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's... Like, man, I don't want to fight that dude because he leg kicks me a lot. Well, fucking work around the trauma. Yeah. Work around the trauma. Yeah. No, no, that's just that's just what I think. Yeah. Fair, fair cool. Fair cool. I've been one of them dudes who's been fucking had shit happen to me and I've fucking walked straight back into the fire straight again yeah. because I'm an idiot. Yes. Uh, yes so yes, I yes, cannot yes, relate. If you if you want to be smart about not about being hurt, I'm not that dude to no. ask. <laughs> I, I hated, like when I was a fire, I hated getting hit. Yeah. So, man, I just... Learn how to not get hit. Yeah. Like it, the, the thing is, fearing getting hit ain't going to fix it. Yeah. It's, the, it's reading what their body does so that you can move out the way in time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, would, I think I, as soon as I decided that I was doing this, I threw out any idea that I was never getting hurt again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I think I just accepted straight out the bat, like, oh, you're going to fight someone. They're going to fucking hurt you. You're yes. going to get fucking hit. And then as soon, as soon as you start fighting Muay Thai, getting kicked first. As soon as you get kicked the first time, you're like, oh, I'm never getting out of a fight without getting hurt. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, without 100%. having some sort of fucking 100%. pain, you know? Yeah. And if you do, bonus. Fucking the teach me how, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I, had a, I had a few fights where I was like, whoa, I got nothing sore right now. I had one. Yeah. One. One fight. And I knocked him out. It was my only knockout win. Yeah. I reckon he gave up more than I knocked him out. But that happens. That yeah. you, and you, and you I was like, no, yeah, 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 that was right. Yeah, yeah. Um, sweet. On to the next one. Um, what role does the live Thai music play? Does it dictate speed of the fight or does it reflect what is happening? Um, it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. The, as the fight should pick up and potentially pick, they, they read that they read the, the fight. Okay, it's, it's starting to get to a point where okay, it needs to be a little bit more intense now. So they... they help bring that up yeah but it's also because the fighters are showing they're at that point where it should be getting more intense yeah 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 and then yeah the fighters stick to that that speed of the yeah, music yeah yeah um and then okay what's next um is that um when they do does it change does the tempo and speed and change on a recorded one no 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 that's no, just all it the does. Same, it's so like it, as as the round goes on i think it usually picks up a little like, bit like if, if they would if they were to time it you know like if let's say if the if the record if the track was let's say what it'd be three five uh five threes 15 plus the extra so let's say it was a 20 minute track would they maybe do the first three slower? You'd probably hope they would, but yeah, you'd probably make, sit down and listen to make the fourth round a flat stick. And, um, yeah, yeah, sweet. Uh, has the impact of less? Um, has the impact of less less uh, gambling in the stadiums helped or hindered Muay Thai? I think it's helped as far as. People actually being able to understand it now. People actually being able to understand how to score a little bit better and stuff because it's not dictated by the gamblers, which is that game where they're actually only scoring. They're actually only like really fighting for like maybe a round and a half. Yeah. So I think like people, I mean, I lived in Thailand for a long, long time and it's it was still a battle like I've lost it all now. Like I can't remember how they, how to read who's winning a fight now in Thailand. Like how it was 
all those years, like back when I could, I was never that good at that bit. I wasn't a stadium fighter. You know, like you've got to learn that stadium game and know how to do just enough. And when you're winning, you're winning by one shot. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah. It's like, and it's a shot in the fourth round. It's just that, yeah, it's so hard to score. Whereas that's sort of getting eliminated because now they're just scoring over, you know, doing the five rounds. Most rounds, most, a lot of it's now locked off as, you know, each round, round by yeah, round, which yeah. they don't do. They do the rolling scoring in the gambling style. So yeah, it's, I think, um, it's, it's made it more easily understandable to a lot more people. Yeah. Which yeah, I think yeah. will grow it in the long term. Yeah. Uh, discussion topic, coaches also having adrenaline dumps. This is what I talk about when I have 10 people on a show. In the, in the earlier days, I couldn't have done that. Yeah. I'd have three and each one was such a big deal and yeah, all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. You've got to be able to stay almost flat. Yeah. Now, and that, and I am yet to have a pro show with like multiple guys on. I think all my pro pro fights for the gym, like proper pro, like you know, like the Jasons and Panas, like having more than one on the card. Yeah. That will be a little bit because that's where I do get adrenaline. I do get pretty pumped. Yeah. So. I'm interested to see how that actually goes yeah, where yeah, I have to yeah. go up and then re-go go up again. I'm guessing I'll be absolutely exhausted because I mean, one fight and I'm exhausted when one of those boys fights, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Hannah, Josh, Jason, like the pro guys, you know? I'm actually I'm actually exhausted at the end of it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, which would be the adrenaline dump, you know? Yeah, of course, yeah. So I think with multiple fighters, with the amateurs, I'm so... The wrong dis- wrong wording, but the right description is I'm so under-invested in it yeah. that I can actually not mind about... Blase? Yeah, like it's... That's also like... It's sort of the same sort of description, which isn't exactly accurate, but it's... There is no high and low for me in yeah, that yeah, as, yeah. as such, you know? It's yeah. a collective. Like, all three of them got the same speech at once last weekend. Yeah, okay, yeah. Or the other weekend in uh, Muay Thai Vic because it was... The one, the one common thing was no one listening. Yeah. Okay, this is what happened. No, it's not like your shit, you did good. You know, I, I try to stay away from that as an amateur. It's one big fight for me now, the amateur shows. Yeah, okay, yeah. No matter how many are on. So, yeah, probably... I'd probably say adrenaline dumps are a legit thing. I'm burnt out after a pro fight. A pro fighter is on. This yeah. year, oh, I have no doubt this year I'm going to have twos and threes on a card. Yeah. Pro card. My only pro pro I've got is obviously Beck. So she fought on that No Limits card. That yeah. was a big. That wasn't so much. That was more just trying to get my head around it. You yeah. know, like that was her first sort of step up into a big arena and all that sort of shit. And then once you realise that, something that took the dump out of it is once you realise it's all just the same shit. Yeah. You know, like behind any behind whether it's an amateur show or it's a pro show. It's just a fucking dressing room. Yep. It's just a fucking room where anything else can be done that day. It's yep. just a fucking room in, in a in an arena that they might hold a meeting for, where so where it might be a change room for one. You know, like yep. once that shit, once I'd seen behind the curtain and saw that it was just all the same shit, I think the adrenaline dump of where we are yep. and like the whole like oh, it's this show has gone. Yeah. But the I'm fully invested. For two, I mean, like I said, because the, the pro ones have been only my wife. I'm fucking, yeah. 
I'm 150% invested yep. in, in everything. The last yep. one, the last one over at Resby Workers Club was a big one because it was for an Australasian title and yep. some more fucking thing behind it. And I was fucked after that one. I was no fully doubt. fucked after no that doubt. one. But um, just when it comes time to the amateur shows, it's more the time. Like you've yep. been on your feet all day, you're fucking walking around, you're talking to people all the time, you know, like, and it's, and it's exhausting sort of, in a way, you, like you're at work yeah. You know, like you're at work, so you've got yeah. a certain level of professionalism in yourself to yeah. hold up. Yeah. You know, like you can't just go sit down with one, like, man, I walk around my house half the time with one shoe on, one shoe off. You know, I'm a fucking, I'm a bit of a spaz like that, you know, like, but you can't do you that. Can't like, do you've got to be on. You do. And then you're speaking to parents and then you're getting random people coming up to you and going, hey man, I fucking saw you do this and yes, that. Yes, and yes, So you're still doing that, you know. On, so, on the Ridgeby Workers Club, did I tell you, 1774... It's like you'll re- mention it, yeah, yeah. So they did that one there. Now re- re- it was the one and done because Reese Works Club are doing a total makeover. Oh, are they? Yeah, so they're gonna yeah, they're right. not, put, no one's putting any shows there now. Oh, so damn, that's yeah, an yeah. amazing venue. Yeah, it was great. It was a good one. Oh, yeah, it's killer. Definitely, definitely one of my favourites so yeah. far. But um, yeah. So my adrenaline down dump now on on. I don't get it so much as a dump. I get tired. You yeah. Know, the, the day's fucking. You know, like, I suppose it's one of those things too where we've been doing it a while now as well. Yeah. Like I've been, obviously, I haven't had a Muay Thai pro yet. So I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to that and being yeah. in that situation of like... Cause any, like any, any like inklings who it might be? Who would who be, be, be the first pro? Conor will be my Connor. first pro. Yeah, yeah Conor will be my first pro. I've already, I've already had a chat and we've set a little plan yeah. you know, like of where it can go. But to, depending on how his amateurs yeah, for sure. goes, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, like, for sure. everything is dependent on how he goes in his next couple of fights. So I kind of say they've got to do at least two amateurs in a row that are uh, they don't have to win them, but they have to do the right things. That's they? pretty much the outlines yeah. that I've said. I said, I'm yeah. looking at you in your next three to four fights, yeah. and of that next three to four fights, there's got to be some things that I want done. Yeah, Is he and looking then, at doing it like, as in, you know, do SA Muay Thai, like the three weeks later doing Muay Thai Vic, and then four weeks later doing Valley, and then four, is it like that kind of, just literally just smashing them? Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, that's yeah. what the problem he's doing. Away. He's, yeah. he's balls deep, and I want to yeah. do that. It's like, yeah, like I've got to... Yeah, I've got to play. And it's like, I'm, I'm fully on board with like Nick and Ryan doing the same thing too. Yep. They're my big team right now. Like yep. as in, they're the ones who've been active and doing the things. So yep. if they all want to do the same thing as well, then fuck yeah. Like I'll do the, I'll do them, they'll run them all at the same time. They can, yep. you know, like Nick and Ryan uh, skills wise are a little bit behind what Connor is just because yep. of their time doing it. Yep. But, you know, they're both picking it up real quick. Their, their clinch is getting better. Their sparring's getting more tidy. And yep. they, like as a Southpaw, Nick's, Becoming a good southpaw, yeah. You know, Ryan's um, Ryan came with a bit of a boxing background before he came, so he's starting to string that in with his kicks. So, yeah, yeah. I'm looking like they're they're the three dudes who are putting it in right now. Yeah. So I'll roll with them and sort of see yeah, how, how I don't they know go. Who my next pro will be? Yeah. I reckon at this stage, probably I'd probably say Brandon, but that won't be until late in the year. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I suppose how the guys are doing as amateurs before um, Pride in May. Yeah. I don't, I can't see there being any, you know, because like life always happens, they start racking off a few and then it's, something comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually they have a whinge. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Something breaks. Yeah. See their uh, heart all bugging. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so next one, I like this, build the perfect fighter. Um, I'll do... We did this a while ago. We did, um, using Australian fighters. We did. Whereas this time, I'm, I'm going to use... I'm going to do the Thai thing, and, and my generation of fighters 
I would probably I'm gonna do so. I'm gonna say so. Pepunchu for clinch. Sanchai for IQ. Um, for hands, I'm going to say Anawat Kelsumrid. For durability and toughness, I'm going to say Bovi Saw Udomson. For right kick, I'm going to say, or for kicks, I'm going to say Pet uh, Singdam Singdam. I think that's that's my perfect little package there. Sweet, you know, <laughs> man, like my uh, my stuff is all off the modern modern self fires. Yeah, you know, if you, you know what I mean. Like, yep. if you can, I'll say the names that everyone likes here too. I like Rod Tank's hands. He does have good fucking hands. He hits fucking hard. Yep. Um, and then you got uh, I'm not everyone's a huge fan, but I like the way Liam Harrison kicks. He's a good leg kicker. You know, yep. like in your leg kick sort of stuff. And then on top of that, like Sanchez IQ has yep. always been that sort of thing. Yep. Um, I like the way, I don't know, there's a lot of things, like I look look at certain people, there's a lot of things that um, Eddie Farrell does that I, that it, I like. I don't know what it is, I can't yep. pick it out. I just like his, I suppose his grit. Yeah. You know, the grit yep. way. They, you know, they I like him as a trainer more than as a fighter. So do I, I so think, do I. I think. I lo- like I love listening to his interviews and the way he talks and yep. like even the, the, the um, relationship that him him and Brooke have as like trainer and when they're coaching each yep. other and stuff like that, that that's yep. real good. Um, but yeah, when it comes to building a fighter, bro, that's definitely up your, up your yeah. realm of shit than my realm of shit. You know, like <laughs> oh man, it is. You know, no, like, it's it's just you know, like you know the intricacies of that of that sort sort of yeah. like who's really good at that and who's really good at that. You know, like I'm the dumbass you buy that shit off. <laughs> 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 you know, right. yeah. Next one. Um, rank Australia's best pound for pound. This is a fucking really hard one. Like, Chad, number one. It's got to be, you know. Like, you can't, no, I don't think you can argue with that. You do, thing, no, I don't think you can either. And, you know, this person said number two, Max, and I would say the same thing. Yep. Uh, oh, man, it's so hard to do this kind of thing, hey? Like, do I go with my heart or do I go with my head? I would say... Dave is another one. What about Charlie Bub? What about them? You know, like if you look at, like, and then you got George Mann. George Mann, you know, like he should obviously be. I just don't. Spoke George about wasn't who, active enough this year. Yeah, I was about to say. And who, who, um, who's old mate who beat him earlier in the year? He hasn't been super active either. Jake London. Um, and then Jake he lost it. He got bashed by Charlie yeah, anyway. Right. Yeah, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. You know, I'd probably, you know, I'd probably put Charlie maybe number three then, as far yeah. as. Pound for pound, how they're going and stuff. Yeah. And, um, he's managed to get a few fights in this year and some big performances, as you'd expect from him anyway. What about um, oh mate, uh, from Strongheart, Kira, Kira, is it Kira? Nick Kiros. No, Nick Kiros. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where's he ranking the things? He's holding two fucking belts right now. No, nah, he? he's got this. He's got the Australian title, WBC. Um, man, in in my in my heart, and that I I rate him. I don't think he's one of those guys right now that's... Not in the top five? Right? Nah, not in the top nah, five. nah. Um, oh, man, there's just so many dudes, eh? It's pretty crazy. Like, it's... There's... It's definitely... I, I struggle I struggle to do that. I struggle to do, like, yeah, the whole... Yeah, yeah, 
I think you're too. Uh, the problem with with you and these things is you're too. Uh, I'm emotionally invested in a lot of these. I was going to say it's, with them like, it's like you're somewhat. It's like without being biased, you're biased without being yeah, without yeah. knowing it. You know, like it's yeah. like you're, you're you have a friendly relationship with these dudes, so it's like yeah. it's easy for you to go, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, he's number one, but you also like the dudes because I look. You know, at, like, I also look at the look dudes at, like they're they're friends of mine, so I no longer pedestal them as fighters. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like I know I, what you mean. yeah, 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 yeah that makes yeah. it hard because then I don't, I can't go. Oh yeah, he's heaps good, but it's like, well, they're all heaps good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. Yeah, hard one for me. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you you probably find it. Do you find it hard to criticize a lot of these t- people as well? Like, as in, like, like I can, like, for example, I can sit here and say, uh, we we'll talk about George Mann, for example. You're you well, like you like him. You're maybe's and stuff yeah. like that. You're you're rating pretty highly, and I can look and sort of go, oh, I don't think he's very fit. You know what I mean? But like in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, but he's got this to lean on, that to lean on, this to lean on, stuff yeah. like that. And like, but in the end, it's like, I don't get like, I look at some shit as like, if you were to ask me the question, like if we were to be asked for this, pound for pound, yeah. I'd go, no, nah, he doesn't rake it up there because he's not fit enough for me. You, you know, that sort of thing. And you can go, well, well you know, like you can yeah, sort of yeah, see yeah, other yeah. things because of that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because you are invested like that, it does make it hard for you to go and to like, almost factor in the negatives yeah because it's hard you know like it's hard yep. to factor in the negative when, when you see all good things about them yeah, as I get well. that. yeah i get that so i think that's pound for pound questions like that who's the best and this and are hard for you to answer if they yeah. because of a lot of the people that are at the top end are, are mates or, yeah. are, or you've known this person says number one for chad number two for max it's pretty much yeah yeah max it, didn't yeah. have an overly active year but he's also looking like all but unbeatable in, yeah. in how he's performed so fast yeah. this year so yeah um, I was going on the next one this is an easy one for me to, to reply to but two fingers <laughs> Jesus three <laughs> knuckles um, what what are the best foundation combos to work on in class I don't do combos yeah, I don't believe yeah. in combos I read that too I, I believe in man the best thing the best foundation stuff you can learn is defence yeah yeah it ain't the fun stuff Nope. Defense and clinch. So I'm going, what's the best thing to work in, in boxing? A jab. Yeah. <laughs> work a jab. Yeah. But yeah, we, um, I explained to my dudes that when we do classes, because I'm like like you, where so I'm sort of half and half in commercial and half and half between fighters. So like I might do with my fighters, you're working this. It's not a combination. It's like every time he throws this, I want you to see that. So see that coming. Like I had him in the ring the other day. I had one dude with a body shield on and gloves, and the other person had shinies on and gloves. The person with the body shield was was putting pressure on them while the person while the other person was on the ropes, yep. and they're just working knees off the ropes, tips yep. off the ropes, kicks off the ropes, right? Yep. But I can't do that with all my general class people. So, no. all right guys, this is the combination you're working. A jab, a right kick, a check, and then a right kick, yep. you know? Like, yep. And that's the way you gotta do it because not all people understand how to do that flowing pad work either where yep. it's like okay here's what I want you to do guys I want you to work I want you to spend three minutes because I could do it with my fighters and go okay guys I want you to work your, your teeth this round and a right kick this round yep. they do freestyle pads and the main focus is that teeth and that right kick yep. you, know, I can't do, you can't do that in a general class no, for, so sure. for sure a lot of people who go to gyms will be like oh yeah my, my gym does these combos it's like it's a it's a good way to, to link in or like to throw in techniques yeah. you know? I've had a bit of a mass exodus from 
one gym coming to us um, and watching them they all want to just snatch the bag when it's like before class and stuff so yeah. I go, but it's like oh they've all asked what combo should they do yeah. and it's like everything is like jab, cross, hook, kick man that combo is so overdone yeah. and so underuseful yeah 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 it's yeah. like all different ranges it's all are you to do that on a bag is almost useless because the yeah, bag goes bag, nowhere very someone needs yeah, to be moving away from you yeah, you need to be able to close the yeah, gap yeah. they're different lengths that's and stuff. why doing those sorts of things on pads work too because your pad holder works with you exactly the bag doesn't work with you exactly you, you use your bag for range and power and yep. yeah yeah so yeah combos aren't cool Yes. Well, yeah. That, it's a very kickboxing thing, you know. Like very much. Very, very much. Like it, I've always said, forever. The best combination sport in combat sports is kickboxing. Yeah. And if you're it's, teaching it's combos, you probably are a kickboxing coach. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And if your trainer's teaching that, then your trainer's probably a kickboxing trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always said in my because I even do it in my boxing classes. I'm like, guys, these combos. Of four and five and six combat like punches do not work in fights. No. They're good for cardio now. Yep. We're here, I'm teaching you cardio. When you use these in a fight, you're not using the whole thing. You might have to turn from that up all of a sudden it's right a straight yeah, yeah, line right. extra yeah, length yeah. on it and you, you need to be able to change halfway through. Yeah. Or or at least know how to feel from what like Okay, so we're going to go a jab, cross, hook, cross. But you're not going to throw a jab, cross, hook, cross all the time. You might just throw the hook, cross. Mm. But the the cross before it has set up your body weight to know, oh, I can throw a hook cross blind, so yeah. to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's what I try to explain to my yeah, dudes. Yeah, that's fair, know. though. Um, anonymous question. Sexiest fighter of the year. Obviously, being a male, if I say a female, I'm, I'm in trouble. Oh, um, okay, so don't. Never mind. So my, don't, never mind. <laughs> my, my male of the year is going to be uh, Jaden Enord. Fucking sexy, man, hey. That rig is just... He's a, he's a bit of a beast. I'm trying to think of a female. I've got one, but it's, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I'm going to ask you off air. Um, but, uh, and I don't think sexy is the word. It's... it's Because I don't like sexy in, in chicks. I like, I like her. I like her. Damn I like beauty. Man, I, can, I can find a sexy, uh, a sexy fitness model that isn't a tramp. You know what I mean? Like, I can yeah. find a, a fitness model. Oh, she's sexy. Like, she looks after herself. Yeah, yeah. And she fucking lifts a bit. And she's got a bit of fucking muscle about it. Yeah. Yeah. Alexis yeah. Luna is one. She's not a fucking fighter. But she's a fitness chick. So yeah, okay. Like, sexy chick. But yeah. Anyway, uh, no, I can't actually think of, think of a sexy girl who fights. Because, yeah, yeah I've already been attempted cancer once. I'm not going to get attempted cancer again. <laughs> hey. All right. Um... People getting sucked young with tattoo gun instead of traditional ways. I do actually know of a couple of Arjans in Thailand who use a gun because they have bad neck and shoulders from doing suck young for so long. So it's not always a, a no a big no no, but the Arjan has to be a legit Arjan and have to have some history as a legit Arjan to yeah. be able to be getting Poor away enough. with that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah, I, it's not how it's traditionally done, but I think that a lot of them in Cambodia they do they do it with a gun. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, definitely it it can happen. I've had some done. Um, Ajahn Mir in in Phuket does a lot of gun work due to the set injuries. Yeah. That I was saying earlier, he he does them. I've got one on a couple on, on either 
uh, a copper on the trap and one on the back of my leg. Yeah. Which were done with a gun. Not definitely not my my favourite way of having it done, but it is what it is. But yeah, as long as it's blessed properly and stuff, it doesn't really matter oh that much. Goody. Um, favourite fight for my for ourselves plus for our favourite one we've watched. So I'd say for myself, I'm gonna say my last one. No, I'm not. I'm gonna say my second fight in Thailand. I fractured my ankle, but I won the fight by stoppage. It was it was fun. He was trying to take my head off and I was like leg kicking him. Yeah. And yeah, that was yeah, it's probably I wish I still had a, had the footage of it. I'm probably laughing myself now, but mm-hmm. yeah, for me, it's a it's a good memory. That was your that was your fight. My yeah. fight, my favorite fight. I think um, I was watching it the other day. Um, one of them is uh, I fought Chris Watt. It was my yeah. last fight for my old gym yeah. before moving over here. Um, I think that's why it had a little bit yeah. a little bit of thing to it as well. Um, it was a good fight. I yeah, thought Chris I ain't won. A slouch man. But Chris ain't a slouch. No, no, no. I thought I won that fight too. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just it was just a good good all round fucking thing. Like we had a good yeah. weigh in. We had a good chat at the way, and it was just, just good. I really like Chris White. Yeah, he's a good, good, good dude. Really good guy. Um, he was um, he was on a bit of a tear too. So yeah. like it was it was the right time to fight. What him. weight like was a, that at seventy? Uh, it would have been sixty eight or okay. seventy. Yeah, it could yeah. have been seventy one or something. Like that. Maybe yeah. seventy seventy one. Um, he was like most people bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. never assume. I never think never that knows. when yeah, I'm looking yeah. at him. Yeah. But um, yeah, really good fight, really good dude. Cool. Had a chat with him after. I I literally was watching that fight today. Oh, no um, shit. Yeah, I, yeah, found it on, I found it on, um, on my iPad, on oh, my other iPad. I'm like, fuck, I didn't even know this was here. Yeah, sick. And um, yeah. yeah. I do a beautiful spin kick in that. You'd love it. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to post it. I'm so going to find it and post it. Favorite, <laughs> Just for you. Jesus. Favourite fight for someone else. <laughs> I'm going to say my, one of my favourite, two of my favourite fights of all time would be... Pornsonair and Buck On, where it's like the third round was just yeah. ridiculous. And then the one video that the uneducated would say was boring as hell would be uh, Yodwi Shah and Ped Punchu, where they hugged each other for five rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like both the Haggerty Rod Tank fights. I know that they're one, and I know everyone is fucking. Yeah. But I like those fucking. No, j- j- that was the entertainment side of it you know small gloves stupidness yeah. that sort of like yeah. en- entertaining fights like yeah. if you want an entertaining fight those fights entertain yeah no, fair, no, call. Yeah. fair call um, as a beginner how do you work on throwing stronger kicks weights conditioning or form form all the way all you should be worrying about is form because you know you might not be a powerful guy nah you're not always nah. going to be powerful nah I never was nah. no no I never had big power I had enough to, I had enough to sort of Get people on the back foot, yeah. but not enough to fucking shut them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just do do it right, yeah. kick right. Don't worry about the rest of it. Um, are you taking on guest um, guest podcasters? Not really. Um, as as we say, like, had I thought in advance, I probably would have got someone on today. Um, but we whatever. didn't because no. it's not high enough. It's, fucking thought. It's not really our thing. The questions thing kind of works between us, and yeah, I, I, yeah. I think our you know that's. Actually, in saying that, you know, if you get back on on his thing in the in the new year, hopefully yep. he um, starts. Rec- he does the guest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there is a bit of a, a gap in the market right now for it, so maybe. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, this is a great question. Pretty easy answer. 
how to rack up a bunch of fights as an amateur, just not make too big a deal or um, big a deal of it. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's, it's, the biggest problem is having people come from other gyms who had big deals made of it. Unbig dealing it is so hard. Yeah, yeah, very much, yeah. It's probably the hardest thing I have with Sebastian because it was like he was the only fighter for that gym and it was it's made yeah. made to be bigger than what it has to be. Um, which in his head then he puts that pressure on himself a little bit. Um whereas my guys just like, Alright, go again. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. again. Next. You don't you don't like losing, okay, then maybe fix Win the things the next up too. Yeah, 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 exactly. But definitely just rack them up. Just don't don't pedestal amateur fighting. It's crap. Mm-hmm. For a reason, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what makes a good finisher? Uh, lots of fighters have KO power, but only a few are consistent. I think if you are a, a powerful guy, then that power shot needs to be the one practiced. Make yeah. accuracy... I was just about to say, accuracy yeah. is, is a thing. Yeah, I've got Josh working on... Because he's got powerful hands, man. Yep. I've got him working on throwing that those hands at exactly the same spot, three minutes straight. Yeah. Three minutes straight. Nothing changes. Mm-hmm. He's going to aim for that dot, aim for that dot, yep. aim for that dot. Um, so that's the thing. With with powerful guys, get them just working on consistency, throwing the spot, the, the shot at the same spot every time. Yeah. See, that'll set up. Yeah. If it's if they've got a thing, then they've got to have they've got to be three set up. different yeah. setups. You yeah. know, like if you've got a good left hook, then you've got to have a good fake to the body, a good fake yeah. one side, a good hook off a kick, or yeah. a good hook off a punch. Like, yeah. have more than one setup. Yeah. Because the problem is, is if they know that you're good at that that thing, yeah, they're then they're going to look for, one for shot, a right? way to get away get away yeah. around it. So you've got to find the way to trick them. Yeah, you've got to be able to, you've got to be able to get the entry, and you've got to have accuracy on it. Yeah. Yeah. So whether it be a punch or a kick or whatever, yeah, you've whatever. got to yeah. Yeah. And last question for the first day of the start of twenty twenty four is gravy or no gravy on turkey? Oh, gravy, gravy. gravy. Who the fuck doesn't have gravy on turkey? Yeah, I was asked by a pommy git, so maybe maybe pommy gits don't don't um, have a I don't know gravy. Definitely gravy on turkey. Fucking oh. You fucking, you fucking upset me now. You fucking pommy You fucking what? You fucking what? You fucking what? You don't have turkey. Fucking, you don't, you don't have, have fucking gravy, gravy on your turkey. You don't have sauce on your you, fucking sandwiches. You fucking your moppet. Your fucking sandwich. You fucking moppet. Let me oh, fucking Jesus. tell you now. I'll come around there. I'll fucking put some gravy in your fucking eyeball. I will. <laughs> All right, anyway. It's been Love a wonderful first day of the fucking year. I hope you guys are all safe and fucking... And if, it's, if you're hungover, don't drive anywhere. Yeah. Because it's just as bad as being fucking drunk and driving. Yeah. All right. We all love you to death. Yes. And we will continue to uh, inject your soul with Muay Thai knowledge. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Peace. Love you guys to death. We will see you and speak to you very soon. Peace. Ciao. Stop that.